I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Discover New Music. Joining me today is uh, Legend Starry. Uh, Legend, Legend Starry? Boy, I started drinking too early today. Legendary Slapper of the Six Strings. There you go, Mr. Clint Lowry. Clint, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. That was awesome. Uh, you know, I am a slapper of strings. Hey, so good. Thank you, you for know. acknowledging. <laughs> <laughs> You're a twiddler of the uh, of the strings, a slapper, whatever you want to say. But yeah, tickler uh, of the ivories. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> <laughs> very fancy. Very fancy. Yeah, very. Uh, Clint, thanks so much for the time, man. We're gonna have some fun and, and talk some new music. And I guess we should probably get right to it because. Uh, Talking new music, obviously everyone, uh, most people, I should say, know you from Seven Dust. That's a given right there. Right, right. Uh, obviously, you've worked with other bands like Corn. You've toured with Seether. Uh, going back to bands like uh, Dark New Day, Call Me No One. I'm, I'm digging deep on you there. Uh, you even worked with Michael Sweet of Striper, and we'll talk yes. more about that a little bit later on. But right. you actually have another solo EP coming out, Ghost Rider, February 17th doing some solo music which is super cool and this is not your first time in the solo realm uh you've obviously dipped your uh your fingers into that and uh and now we're gonna see a brand new one on february 17th with all of that said that that kind of lineup that i gave you is it different writing for yourself uh as opposed to with others when you're writing music for clint when you're writing music right. that you're gonna put out is that different uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that there's a ceiling on what I do with Seven Dust. Um, I love writing for Seven Dust. It's been a passion, obviously, been my whole career. Everything that I'm doing is based on the success of Seven Dust, and that's the launching pad for everything. But um, when I'm writing with Seven Dust, that ceiling has grown. So we used to like predominantly heavy music. Now we do, obviously, we're capable of doing Angel Sons and more melodic stuff. So that is kind of broad as far as what seven dust is uh, kind of known for doing, but my solo stuff is a little quirkier. It's like, it, there's a couple things about it that is just a little, wouldn't really be on the palette of uh, seven dust fans, you know, not, I mean, it's not totally a, you know, a different thing. Um, but the whole point of doing a solo thing and, and it is to flush these ideas out. I don't like waiting two years to, to release music. I like writing music all the time especially after pandemic, it was just like, what are we going to do? You know? <laughs> so yeah, man, I, I, I think that there's a different, there's more of an alternative feel to the stuff I do. Mm -hmm. um, I want to really go even further with the, with the stuff I'll, I'll tell you about later, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go full acoustic and really try not country, but just more of like Southern bluesy kind of thing. And, you know, just kind of experiment because I love so much stuff. There's so many types of music that I, I love writing. Well, why don't we just dive into that right now? Because that's what I always think is so interesting. With, with and again, you said there's a, there's a formula, there's a seven dust sound, or even if you if you're writing for someone else, like my uh, 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 Michael Sweet of Striper, like may, you're writing for him, you have that in mind with yourself, and and kind of like okay, this is a Clint record. I'm taking time for me. And you want to experiment, and, and you can. Do you feel yeah. like you got that little bit more freedom to do that? Maybe dive in a country or hip hop or whatever you want. Man, I love all of it. I love writing beats. Like I'm a huge fan of R&B and hip hop and all that stuff. But it always, I'll start going very left to center, like really far out there. But it always kind of comes back to a general rock direction. Mm -hmm. uh, the EP I just did that it was supposed to be a totally different direction. But the songs that I thought were 
on the forefront of what I was liking at that time were more of rock songs, you know? And so if you like the other record I did, this is kind of in the same vein. You know, there's some, there's some other songs that are a little weird, but uh, I don't know, man. I just, I, that, like you said, the, the, the biggest thrill is doing something that, Oh, this is new territory. This isn't the same thing that I've done before. This makes me feel like I'm breaking new ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think, hi. My daughter yeah, wanted to come in and say hi. Oh! Hi. <laughs> hey. Say hi. I love it. You are so pretty. You blow a kiss. Hi. There you go. Okay. All right. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Hi. That's fantastic. <laughs> the, the the interesting parts of working from home. So <laughs> she's oh, gotten man, man. stronger now that she can push doors open. Even if you got that thing wedged shut, she's like, uh, I'm coming in. She yeah. Spartan kicks that thing and we're ready to go. So <laughs> I love it, ma'am. I got two kids myself. I love every bit of it. Uh, your kids, I know, uh, just a little bit older. Uh, is dad still the cool rock star or are they over dad being the cool rock star now? <laughs> they're they're over only in certain environments. Like they come to a show, they, they're like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Cool. Their, yeah, their friends yeah. are more into it than them. They they could care less, man. It's like whatever, <laughs> whatever. Dance in a band, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like they don't. I don't. I know. I never play guitar around them. They, yeah. they every now and then they'll come down here, but not much. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's let's get back to um now this this new solo album in Ghost Riders, what it's called. Uh, new stuff from you in in your own kind of take on what you want to play and what what you want people to hear from from your mind uh, outside of the Seven Dust realm or whatever whatever else it is. Has your approach changed? You know, I'm I'm sure as you mature as an artist, you mature as a writer, as as a musician. Has it maybe a, a changed with this latest one that even maybe say ten years ago, whatever it was? Uh, how's that? How's that maybe adjusted now in 2023? Well, what makes this one particularly different than anything I've done is I tracked this whole thing. So for in this where I'm sitting right here, I had actually made a little makeshift vocal booth upstairs, but I, this is the first release I've ever done where I actually recorded everything myself. I had it mixed uh, from a guy, Rick, uh, Richard Wakanda from uh, Fire from the Gods, the drummer. He's a killer engineer and a good friend. Nice. But this this thing was more of an experiment because we were in between labels and I wanted to release some music and I was tired of like, is it going to be a label? Is it going to be this and that? So I'm, I, I'm just going to do it myself. Everything I've done is, has really been a, D, a DIY, do-it-yourself model. <laughs> um, I shipped everything from the house. I did everything. So it's kind of been this family project just to see if I could do it. Not not to get away from labels. I think they serve their purpose, I guess. But the bottom line is I want to continue to re release music. I want to do it efficiently. And I learned how, you know, over the years to engineer pretty pretty decent and uh, that's uh, something, a skill set that I really love and want to get better at. But yeah, that, that I did everything myself. And, uh, you know, so anything that it's kind of like the underdog, you know, you have these big, big labels and big bands. But if I can do this myself and figure out a way to kind of continually release music in between Seven Dust, the Seven Dust is the machine. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of this is a passion for me and a love. And I don't care about how many people you know, I, I want as many people obviously to listen to it and to connect with it as possible, but that's not the goal. I, I just love the process. And if the byproduct of that is people digging it and loving, you know, wanting to hear more, that's great. You mm -hmm. know, but if not, it's all right too. Uh, what was maybe a new part? You said doing this kind of a DIY, was there a new aspect of this that you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. That was more than I thought or less than I thought uh, that oh, whole process. Man. 
all of it was super humbling. I mean, just engineering, <laughs> editing, th things like that, that were, I would always pay the professional to do. And those guys, you know, they can work so fast and it's just really humbling when you're doing yourself. One downside is that when you're doing all that engineering, you, you don't have as much time to focus on the art and the creative mm. process. So I had to balance that. Um, but yeah, man, it's, I mean, and shipping, fulfilling CD orders and all that <laughs> stuff. I mean, there's not a ton of, of volume there, but it's still a lot. It makes you yeah. appreciate all the jobs that go into the big, big machine of releasing a record but uh yeah man I, I, but sending those cds out to people personally signed packaging them myself and my wife it's such a good i, I just there's so much value to it and you appreciate like this is going to so-and-so and you know you want to you you pack it all nice and neat you want it to be <laughs> damage free and you know it's a trip uh, that's cool man so uh really if you're looking for a clint lowry record this is as clint as it can get from start Absolutely. to finish, even to the postage stamp, it's taking it to the mailbox. I love it. I'm touching all of it, dude. <laughs> My hands are all over the thing. Man. Oh, Dude, that's so everywhere. cool. How has working with, you know, artists like LJ, obviously you've been with him since 97 or yeah. 90, 90, what was I, I, I've known LJ since 94. I mean, even, even before that, but yeah, we've been working together since 95. Uh, so how is working with an artist like LJ and again, some of the other ones I've mentioned before, even if you're just a touring guitarist, maybe corn or Seether, how has that shaped your solo stuff? Oh man. I mean, Lejean's taught me a lot as far as he is. I, I don't really consider myself a singer performer. He is absolute performer singer, you know, and he is, he embodies that and he's got something that not a lot of people have. And there's just this charisma to what he is. And, uh, but he's also, you know, a very humble guy. So working with him, I've worked with other singers and I've worked with different personalities. And uh, as far as the L LSD or whatever, he's got that the least. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a nice dude, man. But he's talented as hell, man. And he's got his quirks too, man. You have to navigate each other and have respect for each other. And Lejean and I, you know, we've had amazing uh, songs that we've done together. Uh, we've you know we've bumped heads. We've bonded on deep on the deepest of levels anytime you spend as much time as we have you're going to have ups and downs and he's just a good dude man it's been it's been an honor writing songs for him and with him and uh you know and watching him sell it and just you know really connect to these people over the years man he treats people good he treats the, treats the fans good and but yeah man he's a trip he's a he's a he's uh <laughs> He's getting quirky in his old age, just like me. <laughs> As we all are. Uh, yeah, man. Do you have uh, maybe a favorite on, on this new EP that uh, that's coming out, Ghost Riders, or a song that maybe really, really speaks to you, really gets you every time? Yeah, man. I, I think uh, there's a song on there called uh, I Mean This, and um, that that's kind of different. It's kind of like a disco rock alternative song, and – it's just a trip. It's one of those things that was on the borderline of being a seven dust song. And we almost actually, we did actually demoed it out and we didn't end up putting it on the record. I really liked the guitar riff and I liked the melody of the chorus and everything. And I was like, yeah. So I thought that was, I think that's getting the best response so far too. Love it. Uh, and that also kind of leads into another question. You said it almost, uh, almost got with seven dust. Is there times where maybe seven dust passes on something like, good, I wanted that for myself anyways. You know, I brought it to the guys, but I'm like, Ooh, that's really the one yeah. I want for me. <laughs> 
that that actual song was one that was like man i hope it just kind of, and that was like hiding it when we would do listen throughs like we have all these songs i you know, i would put it last or forget to play it but that uh, was definitely one i wanted to do myself and uh lejano he'll hear or morgan especially yeah. will hear a song from the batch and he's like oh well, no no that's ours that's ours man <laughs> and then, and Damn it, morgan are, <laughs> yeah, their songs are like, man, that's too much. That's too left field. So that's good. I'll, you know. Uh, well, we are so excited to hear solo stuff from a, again, ghostwriter out February 17th, uh, given a, a different side of Clint that we can see, obviously with the seven dust we've had for so many years and, uh, it's out there. And I, I guess maybe kind of to wrap this up, is there something maybe that people will be surprised by on this or, or maybe what is to come with solo Clint Lowry stuff? Um, you know, the, the main thing that I want to let people know is that there's there's an unorthodox way that I'm going to be releasing music. Now, there's going to be like surprise singles. There's going to be uh, all acoustic EPs that are surprise announced, you know, just day of releases. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm going to do when I have time off. I'm going to put together music. I'm releasing on a regular basis. So just if you do follow anything that I'm doing, that's what my plan is. And I'm going to collaborate with other artists too. And I'm going to have a lot of random releases that are going to be all different genres, you know, because I'm like, I'm at the age where I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, and it's, it's going to be cool, man. I really, the more, I feel like the more I release, the better I'm going to get at this model and we'll see. Uh, and I've, I know I said that was it, but that just brings up as an artist, the freedom maybe that you have now, how important that is that to you as an artist now being able to kind of d decide like, this is me, this is what I want to do. It, 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 just maybe talk about that. Well, you know, the good thing in my situation is I have seven dust and, and that I'm a very, you know, I'm very into that, you know, so there's this, the machine, the label, the, t the typical release model that's there that I really still enjoy because it's a grander scheme. It's, it's bigger. It's, it's more uh, thought out in the, in the rollout. And this is more of, I can do this and experiment and do it how I want to do. So it's like being on a label, but I'm not like exclusive to that. I can do these releases and the label doesn't have any say so. And I get to go back to the seven of us guys and say, look, I don't have to deal with that BS. I just do this and try it like this. And you know, it, it'll be trial and error. Some, some stuff will work, some won't, but you know, uh we'll see. Well, I can't wait to see what's next and, and giving us that little tease of, of what is to come and, and some new releases and new things from you. Very exciting. Uh, Ghostwriter out February 17th and more to come from uh, Clint Lowry. Now, I do have to uh, ask you, do you still have the old Aria Pro 2? Is that uh, still making onto the records oh, or is that gone? How do you know that? I, I, did my, I did my research. That was your first guitar, right? That Aria uh, Pro 2, right? Aria Pro 2, man. And speaking of Striper, that would have been awesome for the Striper <laughs> record. But, dude, uh, I, I, I bought that guitar with mowing lawns and saving up and putting the down payment on it and paying, doing payments. And I appreciated that guitar. It was like red, like, uh, you know, the whole Thunderbolt kind of shape. And <laughs> it was awesome, man. I, I remember, I mean, it was a total walk in and like, oh, <laughs> I got it. And uh, I think I know who has it still. I'm going to try to snoop it out and re- uh, yeah, yeah, just find it again. I, I would love to see that on, on the next tour or record, maybe on your solo. You got your uh, Aria Pro 2, and some people are probably right now Googling, like, what the hell is an Aria yeah. Pro 2? It's, it's deep in the archives of Google. It's <laughs> I even actually tried to find a picture of it through Google, and it took me about 15 yeah. different searches. That's, that, that is a deep one. Well, maybe we'll see if you can dig that up. I know my first guitar, it was a... Uh, 
it was a replica Gibson SG, but it was the Epiphone style, like yeah. the kind. And I was in the church band, and there I was playing the devil horn, you know, Gibson yeah. SG. Oh, but you can't beat that first guitar. You can't beat it, man. No, man, you you love it. It's everything. It's it's the foundation of the whole yeah. journey. <laughs> uh and and to go back to striper real quick was that just like the weirdest thing catching up with, Dude, with I, michael sweet of striper on an airplane exactly i was gonna <laughs> say and i dude i was a giant striper fan i loved oz fox and all the solos and a sang i did play one of the songs in a talent show i was all in striper yeah um so when i saw him and, and he and michael sweet knew who we were and he's like do you want to write a song and he's such a cool guy and He's just like Michael Sweet all the time. So I was like, Absolutely, <laughs> I wrote a song though, man. It was like a my. I, I was I went back and listened to like Soldiers Under Command. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna nail this. And to hell with the devil, you got that oh, in yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> I loved all of it, dude. You can't name a striper song. I'm like, I know it. <laughs> uh, makes me want to sing. So I, I would listen to a couple songs, that, but I, I sent him an idea, and they really striperized it. Like, I, I, mine was like a Seven Dust striper '80s mesh mashup, you know. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And then they turned it into like he sent it back to me. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's, that's the guys. There it is." I love all that old school '80s stuff, man. Uh, that's where I came from. I, I love it. I, I, every time I listen to it, the older I get, the the more I love it. You know, it's just it was a great time. It really was. And I just, that's such a unique uh, story for an artist to have uh, meeting uh, the lead singer of Striper on an airplane and then writing a song for him. That's yeah. it's just that you can't beat that. You can't beat it that. It was so cool, man. Oh yeah, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Well, again, Clint, thanks so much for the time. And we're almost done. We have just a rapid fire to do, and then I'm going to get you on your way, but I'll hit people with the main info one more time. Ghost Rider out February 17th. Go get it. Uh, stream it. Find them online and online. What's uh, what's your website online? Oh, it's real simple. ClintLowry.net. Beautiful. Can't screw that up. So, yep. all right. Now, this is called Rapid Fire. I do this with everyone. Uh, there's no wrong answers on this. You just go with your gut, and I think we're going to learn a little bit more about you, even more so than we already have. Uh, all right. Real quick. First, Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. Damp socks or soaked pants? Hmm. Soaked pants. Ooh, ballsy. Uh, <laughs> a, a little too hot or a little too cold? A little too cold. Flintstone push pop or Choco Taco? Choco Taco. Smart. That's There's only one right answer. There is a right answer to that one. <laughs> uh, would you rather see Bigfoot or El Chupacabra? Uh, Bigfoot. Uh, have you ever come close to feeling like you've seen a Bigfoot anywhere? Yes. Really? Yes. Ooh. We might in have to Asheville, dig into that. Asheville, North Carolina. You're that's right. You're a North Carolina guy, aren't you? So yeah, you yeah. probably got them running around there in the hills. Or was that just a hill person? That might have just been a hill person. It could have been just some redneck, just like making moonshine, you know, <laughs> with a beard. You know, what I mean, those are my people anyway. So yeah. just a just a hairy hill like, person, you know, like with a moonshine with the, the side. Yeah, he's view. got the hand up. He's running. <laughs> that was that was just Cletus. That's just Cletus in the hills. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Would you rather fight a man with bear arms or a bear with man arms? A man with bear arms. Well, that was quick. You feel pretty confident on that? No, I just, it's the easiest thing to roll off <laughs> my tongue. 
Yeah, Trey, ask me that question. I don't want to mess with Bear at all. Like, <laughs> I, I saw the movie Revenant. I don't want to do it. I know. And what about now, Cocaine Bear? You seen the previews for that one? I, I'm, dude, I cannot wait to see that. Are you? Are you? Are you, you going to go in there? Are you all in on that? I'm all in, dude. I, I mean, yeah, my kids want to see it. I don't know about all that. <laughs> maybe I love that they still call it Cocaine Bear. That's just like the best. Dad will preview it, and then maybe we'll do family movie night at Cocaine Bear at the theater. There yeah, you go. Yeah, <laughs> they need to understand when there's actual cocaine bears out there to be yeah. afraid of stuff. That's right. That's right. There's it's, <laughs> it's a different kind. It's a true story. <laughs> I know, right? right? It's nuts. Like in the yeah. 80s, it's crazy. But yeah. Uh all right. Well, that was a blast. Thank you for uh for humoring me on that. Once again, everyone, Ghost Rider is out February 17th. Clint. Thank you so much for the time, man. I appreciate it. Dude, we love you guys. I can't wait to see you. We'll be out there with Seven Dust pretty soon. So. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.